0: Hey, y'all, my name is Thomas, and this podcast is a lie. Uh, The basic conceit here is that I'm going to take a prompt from a random person on the internet. I'm not going to know what that prompt is, and then I'm going to lie to you about it. Uh, So, uh, this prompt for this episode is um, Conspiracies Part Two. Uh, If you haven't listened to Conspiracies Part One, uh, it doesn't matter. None of this matters. Uh, You're in it, you're listening. Uh, If you want to, it's available Uh, and it was fun uh, and we had a really good time. So, conspiracies part two. Basically, I asked online for uh, conspiracy theories, two unrelated things that I am then going to tie together into a conspiracy. Uh, Those things were kept behind a content warning so I couldn't read them and now I'm going to randomly select one with the uh, original random number generator a six-sided die. Uh, Just as an aside, Uh, I was recently at the uh, the Met, Metropolitan Museum in New York, and they have this whole beautiful section of um, ancient Egyptian stuff, and they had a little display of ancient Egyptian dice, and these things are from, you know, 4,000 B.C. or whatever, and they are indistinguishable from a modern die. Um, I mean, they are like exactly the same thing, pips on them and square and the whole kit. Um, So you could, if you wanted to, Uh, Play dice with ancient Egyptian dice. Just want to put that out there. Pretty wild stuff. Um, Anyway, I'm going to roll this die now. Okay. So I have selected uh, my friend Kay. Uh, That is came and went at snouts.online. And Kay has suggested Boeing and birds. Okay. So uh, Boeing. Probably know who Boeing is as the manufacturer of the um, 737 that uh, crashes and that uh, nobody wants anymore. It doesn't matter to them. Uh, They lost a bunch of money on it, but it doesn't matter. They are one of the largest companies in the world. Um, They're also, they do aerospace. They make um, rockets. They're a massive uh, defense contractor. Uh, I mean, one of the biggest ones out there. I think they bought bought out their competition, basically. There there are a couple others, of course, but Boeing is, I believe, either the biggest or second biggest uh, defense contractor for the U.S. military. So there's a lot of money in that. Um, They have been around for a really long time. Uh, And like I said, like a lot of um, airline companies, they are um, struggling right now. Uh, The airline industry generally is struggling. Um, Some of these discount uh, flights, you know, um, Spirit Airlines, Southwest, Uh, They use old planes. Uh, So what they do is when a plane is decommissioned from Delta or whatever, um, they then buy that plane. So that means fewer 737s being sold by Boeing. Uh, Now with the airline industry struggling uh, because of the COVID-19 coronavirus, nobody wants to fly on an airplane. um, That's probably going to hurt Boeing's uh, bottom line. In the long run, they're going to sell fewer airplanes. Uh, Also, there was the whole thing about uh, all of them crashing, probably less than ideal. Uh, But they make a lot of their money through defense contracting. So um, the airline industry downturn is not a recent event. There's been a lot of that since um, September 11th, actually. There was an impact on the airline industry. Uh, If you've flown in a plane uh, anytime recently, you'll know that they pack you in tight. They charge you for everything, including peanuts. uh, And uh, it's out of control because they don't make any more money. Uh, Nobody wants to ride on a plane as much as they used to. Uh, So uh, Boeing turned primarily to their defense contracting to make money, and the U.S. government uh, needed uh, surveillance of people. So uh, under the Patriot Act, uh, the U.S. government, the NSA, was granted a bunch of surveillance powers that they didn't previously have um, for actually surveilling U.S. citizens. Now, uh, they aren't out there wiretapping people. That's um, a frequent Uh, theory is that they're out there wiretapping your phone, they don't care about that. Um, They want to watch you. They want to watch you in person. Um, So there are people out there that, you know, put tape over their laptop uh, camera or whatever else. And sure, they are watching you that way. Don't worry about that. They definitely are. But they want to see you in the world. Um, And so what they've done uh, is they turned to Boeing. They turned to Boeing and they said, hey, uh, we need a way to surveil people, to see them out in the world. And uh, there's a sort of another theory where uh, people believe that um, birds aren't real. Um, And it's kind of out there, right? And what they said is, you know, every bird uh, has been replaced by a a drone, uh, an autonomous drone that looks like a bird. Uh, And of course, that's absurd. Um, Every bird has not been replaced with a drone. Only some birds have been replaced with drones, just a large portion of the birds have been replaced with drones uh, made by Boeing uh, that have built-in cameras uh, in them so if you ever see a bird that appears to be um, stationary for a little too long so like they're just hanging tight uh, and like really eyeballing you uh, then then that bird is likely uh, a surveillance drone and they're, they're keeping an eye on you they're keeping an eye on your neighborhood uh, just to make sure you're not up to to any bad business you know uh, and so Boeing through their uh, defense contracting was able to, Uh, arrange that contract and they're doing their best, right? They're making some pretty good birds. Uh, Like I said, they do still stand out a little bit. Uh, I had one uh, on my roof just the other day and it it wouldn't stop chirping. It was unnatural. And I think that, you know, maybe it's voice box or something broke and it just kept going and going and going. So um, yeah, that's it. That's how Boeing and birds are linked together. Have a great one. Maybe more after this. I love you. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Uh, it, it isn't really, but they, they sponsor everybody else, so so why not me? Uh, Squarespace, give me some ducats. Mang, come on, send them over. Squarespace, they sponsor every other podcast. Why not me? Hey, y'all, this is Thomas again, and this podcast is a lie. Episode two, part two. Uh, we're still working on conspiracy theories, so uh, you, you ought to know how this works by now. You listen to part one, right? Why wouldn't you? That doesn't make any sense if you just joined in the middle. Uh, So I'm gonna take a random conspiracy provided to me by a random person on the internet and I'm gonna make something up about it. Uh, Okay, so rolling the dice. So, all right, Louisa, you are the winner. That is Louisa at Mastodon.xyz. Thank you so much for your contribution. Uh, okay, so this one is the Dyatlov Pass Incident and D.B. Cooper. Okay, so I'm going to make sure that I don't mess this up because I think I know the Dyatlov Pass Incident. Uh, but it's possible that I'm wrong. So it doesn't matter. We're making it up. So uh, the Dyatlov Pass Incident is a uh, happened in Russia. In the 1950s maybe early 60s uh, and what happened is there were people climbing a mountain and they made it uh, pretty high up and they set up their camp and there was a very very bad uh, storm uh, and they hold up in their tent uh, and then the next day uh, they now they never turned up right so they never turned up Uh, Nobody knew what happened to them. They uh, went missing. So they sent up some uh, people to rescue them, so a rescue team up the mountain, and they found the camp. And the tent was all ripped up and weirdly was ripped up from the inside. Uh, And all of the campers, all of the mountain climbers, were nowhere to be seen. They were not nearby. Uh, And then they sort of fanned out and they started finding them. And the campers, the climbers were in all sorts of weird situations so some of them didn't have shoes. Uh, some of them weren't weren't dressed at all. They had clearly just gotten up, torn out of the tent and made a run for it. Um, a few of them with uh, jackets that had the time to grab a jacket had made it a little farther um, but they were they were all dead and they were all frozen and had fled their tent in a hurry like really got out and made a break for it um so there are all kinds of theories about you know oh the you know they thought the tent was being covered in snow or um you know there was something out there some kind of creature out there right and they made a break for it but uh, you know a- any kind of like physical damage i think two of them like fell down a gorge or something like that and were, and were killed when they hit the bottom but um there, were, there was no indication that like a like a creature. Had attacked them, uh, and so it was a big mystery, right? Like people didn't know uh, what what happened to these hikers, and to this day, uh, no nobody knows. Uh, a couple of critical things: they were up really high, right? So they were um, high altitude situation. Uh, and, and that brings us to D.B. Cooper. Now, D.B. Cooper, you are probably familiar with. Um, D.B. Cooper was, uh, in the 1970s, uh, he was a hijacker, so uh, probably the most famous hijacker. Uh, he was a, a handsome guy, really well put together. Uh, he was wearing a suit, uh, and a suit and tie, and cool sunglasses. Uh, and he got on an airplane, and he uh, you know, lit up his cigarette and was hanging out. And uh, when they got up high, he uh, hijacked the plane. So he said he had a bomb uh, and he made him land the plane and said, uh, Here's what I want. I want XYZ amount of money. It uh, was a lot of money. And I want uh, some parachutes, uh, more than one parachute. So they brought it, uh, all that stuff onto the plane and took off again. And he told them to uh, fly to Mexico, right? And, and this seems like a normal, <laughs> normal um, hostage situation, right? A normal hijacking at this point, as normal as that can be. Uh, you know, give me a bunch of money. I'm going to Mexico. Bye. Uh, well, that, that's not what happened. So, uh, DB, they get up to uh, to altitude, and uh, DB has him uh, open the back of the plane and he takes off his tie, tosses it aside, and uh, puts on a parachute and jumps with, with the money. Uh, so, a couple weird things about that. So, first and foremost, nobody knows who DB Cooper was. Uh, his name was not DB Cooper. Uh, in fact, I believe he went on the plane as Dan Cooper, but he was incorrectly identified by a newspaper as D.B. Cooper, and it, it stuck because it's a cooler-sounding cooler name. Uh, the other weird thing was that he didn't take— they gave him a, a really nice sport parachute, and they gave him like an old-fashioned military parachute. And for whatever reason, he took the old-fashioned military parachute. So a lot of people think that he had— Um, you know, a military background and and that he knew how to use that chute better, Uh, even though it was old and crummy and not the kind that that anybody would want to use in that situation. So DB jumped out of the plane and he took the money with him and it was not a clear night uh, and it was not a good place to jump. And DB landed in the woods of the Pacific Northwest, uh, never to be seen again. None of the money was ever spent. DB Cooper... Never seen again. So, uh, how does this tie into the DIAF law of pass incident? Well, the the really critical thing here is altitude, right? So, um, there are certain parts of the world where uh, and and you know people that that are into like um, you know like magic, Wicca stuff like that. They know about this. They're, they're called ley lines, uh, and ley lines. You know, if you want to believe that there's there's some sort of magic there, or something like that, uh, go for it, right? I, I no discrimination against that, but scientifically, uh, they are uh, part of the Earth's magnetic field. They're where that thing is sort of focused. Um, and at a certain altitude, um, that uh, sort of curvature of that magnetic field um, actually will affect uh, your, your reasoning. It will affect uh, the way that you think um, and um, the way that you that you function, the way your brain works. Uh, and so that's what that is. And so uh, both the Dietlov Pass incident uh, and DB Cooper, uh, were affected by uh, that magnetic wind, that lay wind, uh, and and their reasoning uh, was no longer functioning correctly. So the people in the Dyatlov Pass incident probably thought there was something in the tent or that their uh, compatriots were, were trying to hurt them, and they just made a break for it. They, they weren't reasonable uh, and ran off into the woods. Uh, D.B. Cooper should have taken the better parachute. He probably should have waited till Mexico, right, uh, or at least for a better place to jump, but he, he wasn't thinking straight. So he just grabbed a parachute and jumped with, with no concept of, of where he was or where he was going to land. On um, uh, a side, he, he left his tie behind, uh, probably because he didn't want it, you know, whipping around in his face when he was jumping, and uh, I would give a, a fair amount of money to to get DB Cooper's tie clip. Uh, it's out there. It's in a museum somewhere. DB Cooper. A lot of folks believe that DB Cooper is alive and that he, I don't know, is, is waiting for the statute of limitations to run out on hijacking. Who knows? Um, he's not. He's dead. DB Cooper died. Uh, he died because he fell into a lake in the Pacific Northwest and drowned. Um, I'm very sorry to ruin your, your joy of the concept of D.B. Cooper um, surviving. It would have been cool, uh, but it didn't happen. You can't hijack a plane anymore, uh, not in that fun way. Uh, they would take it very seriously, and you would you would be killed, which isn't isn't fun. It would be a lot cooler if you could D.B. Cooper again. Uh, and that's it. That's how the Dyatlov Pass incident and D.B. Cooper are tied together. Alternately, they were both killed uh, by, by Sasquatch could be. And that's it. That's it for episode two uh, of this podcast is a lie. Uh, Thanks again to Kay and Louisa for providing me with some really cool prompts. Might do this again. Might do an episode three. I don't know. Still haven't decided. I love you. Goodbye.